This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. everybody this is danielle and it's the straight from the net podcast and my sidekick here is hi my name is jamie i like pina coladas and getting stuck in the rain <laughs> long walks on the beach right <laughs> <laughs> so we were actually talking about what a bad pet parent i am because i left my damn dog outside last night and i totally forgot about her and the dog's got to go out 25 freaking times a night and i got distracted i came inside forgot to go back out there and get her and next thing you know i'm like <laughs> seeing this this whatever orange thing going by the door and i'm like there's a cat in the backyard it looked like a cat and i'm like my oh, great. dog great we just talked about how you know gender dysphoria or whatever it is is very very prevalent, prevalent in the canine in, world. In the canine world. And now she probably identifies as a cat. As a cat, I know. Poor lady. And I was like, let me run out. I was like, what the hell? I'm like, thank God my dog's not out there. And I'm like sitting there. I'm like, oh my God, it's a dog. And I like run out. I'm like, I left this bitch outside for like an hour and a half. By the time I get out there, the dog is like sm- like trying to scratch at the uh, fence so she can get out so she can go knock on the front door, I think. Like, bitch, you left me out here <laughs> this whole time. I felt like such a jerk. So I finally get the dog in, and, you know, she didn't talk to me the rest of the night. Yeah. She didn't Lady was like, fuck you, bitch. Where is Aunt Jamie? Call her now. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm like, this is just terrible. But Call anyway. my Aunt Jamie. Aww. Go to her house. <laughs> Aunt Jamie would leave me outside in the cold. It, well, thankfully, it really, it, it, really, it really wasn't that cold. Because um, we've been pretty lucky. Yeah, we have been. We have been. Yeah, I know. Um, but guess what else is pretty cool? What? Leap year. It is leap year. Today is February 29th. I know. Happy 11th birthday, Jen Burnett. I know. I'm like so excited. We both have had this friend um, that we've forever. known forever. Middle school. Yes, forever and ever and ever and ever. And she is a leap year baby. She is. And she finally is like, I turn 11 today. <laughs> we're turned so, 11 today. We're so proud of you. I know. I'm so excited. Welcome. <laughs> One day you'll be older than your kids. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I remember somebody said... Well, when does she celebrate her birthday? And I said, I think on the 28th. And they said, uh-huh. well, why not March 1st? And I'm like, no oh, fucking no. Like, like who But she matter? was born in fucking February. Yeah, I'm like, I guess because it's February. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. But I'm like, wow, I actually know somebody who was born on a leap year. Um, Actually, uh, Ron's nephew, Zach, is a leap year baby, too. Oh, really? So he's like four now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So how, so what is, oh, so he's 44, too? Or he's no, he, he's, if he's four. Oh, duh, oh my God. He's, yeah, how he, dumb my math is. You know, I was thinking her, she's 44 and 11, and I just got my fours mixed up. That was dumb. Yeah, so. That was super dumb. So, I'm guessing, well, I guess he's. he's 16? 21, so I guess he's five? Yeah, okay. So, he's five. Wow. That's so wild. I couldn't even imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we want to just shout out, happy birthday to you, Jen Burnett. We love you, and we're so glad you finally got to turn 11. Happy birthday to all you leap year babies. Yeah. I know you don't get to, like, really feel the love, except for every four years. Well, and you know, it's it's funny. They're sending around memes on Facebook right now that are all like, you know, get that crazy shit out now because you're not going to have to see it again in your time hop or your memories for four more years. Like, right? So it's like, do it now because you won't have to talk about it or see it for another four years. I'm like, okay. So uh, what's going on with you, girl? Um, well, I have a pet story. You do? I do have a pet story. Um, first of all, I'm a big fan of the Rocky movies. Right. You know, I have the tiger. Oh, Adrian! Yeah. Um, so, in the original Rocky, there were these two turtles that I think he got for Adrian. Um, but it says, who doesn't love Rocky movies? While not normally being known as cute, there is something especially adore about some, some special actors on set. Cuff and Link are the famous turtles that were featured in the 1976 film Rocky. The now-famous turtles were adopted by Sylvester Stallone during the filming process, and he has kept them ever since. Oh Cuff goodness. and Link have turned over 44 under <gasps> the special care of their boxing buddy. The amphibious actors are responsible for quite a lot. He may not have the famous line of Rocky shouting, Adrian, if they weren't involved in, and they weren't involved in the love scene. <laughs> the pet store where Adrian worked was the great new... Oh, she worked in a pet store. Mm-hmm. Was a great neutral ground for tough Rocky to show his softer side in flirtatious moments disguised as trips for turtle food. We see the famous relationship blossom into cinematic history. 
Cuff and Link may have been responsible for the cuffing of Rocky. Oh, under 44? So they just turned 44 years old. Just like Jim Burnett. Yeah. <laughs> if we don't count leap year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, they were featured in Rocky 1 and Rocky 2. How neat a mosquito. Oh, no. I'm sorry. They were featured in Rocky 1, and then they were um, featured in Creed. Were they in Creed? Yeah, where Michael B. Jordan is sitting having dinner, and you can see him. Look, you can see him over there in the tank. No shit. Yeah. So that was like a little Easter egg. Yeah. Oh, wow. How sweet is that? That is like super duper cute. Sylvester Stallone, you're fucking adorable. I mean, I have something and it has nothing whatsoever to do with any of that stuff. Oh, okay. Well, let's hear it. Well, it's something Jay gave us. I love Jay? Yeah. Oh, Our the, fact checker. The, okay. the one about the, the pyramids? Well, there's that one, but then there's also the one about not putting potatoes up your ass. Oh, yeah. I was supposed to read that, and, you know, some shit happened. Some some stuff's been going down, so I didn't read it. So he... Where is it? Did, it, did I leave it? Did I lose it? What happened? Where is it's it? It's on our... Straight from the net page. You can always look at it there. That's where I'm at. I can't find it. It's on community posts. Community? Community. Oh, my God. Is that what we are now? We're a community... Okay. Oh, so people, before Danielle gets started, what, so Lady Gaga has the little monsters, uh-huh. and Taylor Swift, just, fans are called, like, Swifties. Right. And everybody has, like, a fucking name for their fan base. Like, my favorite murder is Murderinos. Right. So I was thinking, we need a name need for him. our fan base. And what better name to pick and way to pick a name for our fan base is to have our fan base pick their own name. Yeah, because I'm like trying to think. I'm like, what do we call them? Right, Nedheads? Netties? <laughs> that doesn't like, sound right. Fact checkers? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, Jay would be like, no. No, that's my name. That's his name. Um, But yeah, like, so. If you have ideas of what you would call yourself as a fan of Straight from the Net, you know, write us in. Yeah. Like I'll we'll have to put that on our Facebook page. We will. Too. We'll have to get some some uh some feedback. Okay, go ahead about the potatoes in your anus. <laughs> <laughs> so Jay, our uh, resident fact checker, I'm paid, um, got brought, <laughs> put something on our page, and it was doctors are warning people not to put frozen potatoes in their anus. Now, I mean, why? What the? I don't know. I just saw an article not too long ago that was like, don't put potato, don't put toothpaste in your vagina. What the fuck are people putting toothpaste in their hoo-hahs for? I don't fucking know. Oh my God. Well, this is on VT.com and it was posted on February 24th by uh, Emma Guinness. And it says, doctors have issued a warning against putting frozen potatoes in your anus. Besides, potatoes are pretty big. Like, what the fuck? This comes as an increasing number of hemorrhoid sufferers have reportedly taken to the internet to seek alternative solutions to their problem instead of consulting doctors. Oh, it's kind of like those people that, that guy that put the fucking eel up his butt. Right. Dude, if you have hemorrhoids, there's suppositories. Look, there's so, there's a whole line of hemorrhoid products. Like, you can have Tux, the, the nice wipes that have cooling and a little oh. numbing agent in them. <laughs> you can see her hand, the way she just fake wiped an ass. Right? <laughs> you can only see. And the, have you remembered the commercial where they light the match and then they put it out with yes, the tongue? Yes, yes, They yes. have those pads. Yeah. Preparation H has suppositories, creams, roll-ons. Right. Like, there's a lot of things out there for your hemorrhoids. And they're, they're not expensive. Right. Like. But potatoes, you know, you can get a whole sack of them and you can fry some up while you're putting some up your ass, I guess. Um, I don't know. It's like a twofer. I think that's... It's a twofer. It says, uh, now it has emerged that an altogether unusual solution is being touted online that inserting frozen potatoes in your anus for 30 minutes is the answer. Oh, God. Per Whales Online, one article claims, here's what you need to do. Peel a raw potato. Ew, it's raw potato. It's going to be starchy. juicy and shit. Starchy as fuck. Yeah, juicy. Have you ever peeled potatoes and you just, like, have to wash your hands and everything feels gross for, like, hours? Yeah, because it's, like, all soft feeling or whatever, right? Starchy. Yeah. Um, It says peel a raw potato and cut into thin slices like you do for french fries. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Put the slices in the freezer and wait until they are frozen. You have to to truly end them. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> very important the way you cut these. Insert the frozen potato slice in your anus and leave it inside for 30 seconds. Repeat the process for three to five days. The next three to five days, leave this. Ew! The next three to five days, leave the slice inside for 30 seconds more each time. Ew! The article continues. Ew! Ew! The potatoes have astringent properties and help relieve the pain and itchy sensation, which usually happens with this condition. So does an 87-cent bottle of witch hazel from the dollar store. Like, fuck, people. Ugh. While the ice-cold potato constricts the blood vessels, it reduces the swelling and relieves your pain instantly. But doctors have warned against this novel approach. Per the Metro, Dr. Diana Gall, a leading online medical service doctor for you, said piles can be an irritating condition and sufferers are sometimes too embarrassed to seek professional help. And they turned to old wives' tales instead. She oh said God. she continued, there's no medical evidence that putting frozen potatoes inside the anus can help cure piles. What's piles? Like piles, a lot, a lot piles of Piles is internal hemorrhoids. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would urge caution to anyone thinking of doing it. Oh, my God. If For the record, I guarantee most of them are men because men hate to go to the doctor. And you know how men are about their butts. Oh, they... Okay, I'm going to leave that to myself. Yeah. So, so <laughs> men, most men, there's some of you out there a little fergy. But. Oh, yeah. They'd be like, oh, touch my butt. But a lot of touch men are honey. very, it's very hard for them to go to the doctor and be like, hey, I'm having issues. And, you know, the doctor says, hey, bends over and spread your cheeks. He's like, why? Like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking these guys that are putting potato slices up their ass, like a finger in there. Probably. <laughs> probably. Like Either that or they're really desperate. <laughs> oh, and, and don't use the tots because the breading is probably not good. The tots. <laughs> don't use potato. Don't okay, use like, don't the be tots. Lazy. I mean, don't be lazy. Cut the potato up and, and clean it really well. Don't just go to the store and be like, oh, look, tater tots are on sale. I got hemorrhoids. No, I know. Like, that's so much easier. I don't have to, like, take them home and refreeze them. Like, they're already cut up. Into, right. Like, you know, it, but then they would get stuck up there. You know what? They deserve to get stuck up there if they're shoving potatoes up their ass anyway. <laughs> they deserve everything they're going to get. They deserve what they get. God, I mean, why? I mean... All right, so what is it? Don't stick your penis in things. Don't do meth. Don't put your dick in things. And don't put things in orifices that don't belong there, like eels and potatoes. Like eels. <laughs> and apparently toothpaste. And toothpaste in your hula. Don't hoo-ha. put toothpaste don't in your hula. Don't. No, fire in the hole. I know. No. Oh, my God. That is disgusting. Oh, so speaking of assholes. <laughs> So, I'm a member of the Northeast page. We've talked about the Northeast page before. Oh, the Northeast page is it's fun. It's a good time. So, um, I'm not going to tell you what Nate, this guy, Nate Smith, got in trouble for. But I will give you a little background on the Northeast page. The Northeast page is basically where people post things just to start shit. And there are a lot of naive people who think that the Northeast page is about the community, like when the fireworks are going to be or, you know, if there's I think gonna, that's what it started out If there's going to be a parade. Yeah. But it's under the guise of, like, a touristy page. It's it's definitely, like, the worst page on the internet. Oh, the, yeah, they're The level of class on that page is, like, a negative four. <laughs> it is my favorite, favorite page. But there's a gentleman on the on the page, and his name is Nate Smythe. And he's, is it Smythe or Smith? I think it's Smythe. It might be Smith. I mean, he'll, you know, correct me. Okay. I'm sure. I wasn't sure. Okay. But he is a famous... I won't call him a troll, because he's not a troll. He's a shit starter. Okay. And he, he is the reason the North East page is as funny... As it is, because they'll be talking like really serious shit, and he'll throw something out there that makes people go, "What the fuck?" But at the same time, they're laughing. Like, like it could be about something <laughs> super serious, like abortion or something like that, and he'll he'll say something off the Just wall crazy, god awful to like incite so, people. So every once in a while, they get these posts, and this is from a gentleman that said Nate Smythe should be deleted from this page because he thinks everything is a joke and is a very disrespectful person who doesn't care who he offends. Oh, boy. So here's the thing with... goes, three, two, one, and the comments are pouring in. So... (laughs) (laughs) So the memes on the post are unreal because as soon as this was posted, like, all the big players in the Northeast fucking group were like oh shit so the very <laughs> all the big players first all of the all big players i just want to point out that the northeast maryland group 
has big players. That they do. Very they do. Famous within that group. They do. So it's so great. So and another really big player in the Northeast group is Mike Stewart, and he said Nate keeps this page going. Good luck with that. And there's a bunch. Of like, they're about to drag you. Uh-oh, you go on a done-it post. Like, what the fuck were you thinking? It's about to get ugly. And this guy gets eaten alive. But my favorite one was from Jocelyn Hampton. Oh, you just gave out the, her whole entire government name. Oh, yeah, and I didn't ask her for permission. Um, don't sue us. We don't have any money. But if you have a problem with it, you know, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so she said, because there's maybe four five black people tops in the northeast group um north group northeast is a lot the northeast group is a lot of republicans you know a lot of christians that are so judgy but they're not judgy like Uh fucking bullshit bullshit christians right um but hers is my favorite um she's a beautiful african-american girl and she says damn nate are you albino Folks hate you like you're an African-American up in this page. <laughs> because it's Northeast Maryland. Because it's Northeast Maryland. If, if you know anything about Northeast Maryland, um, it's got a... Cecil County has a bad reputation for racism. We call it Cecil Tucky. We call it Cecil Tucky. It's got a bad reputation for um, racism. It is getting better, um, but for years and years and years, it's still, it's still rooted in there. Like, the racism is strong in Cecil County. But... Um, Anyway, I found out some things about Nate. I found out that Nate is a magi- he's a musician, not a music, not a, a magician. magician. You mean a musician? A musician. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's a magician. I'm sorry, Nate. What's his What's his favorite trick? But he's very popular and he's very good, from what I hear. Like when he's got a gig, like people show up. Like yeah. he's very good. He's got him and his guitar, and he's very handsome. Yeah. Just gonna throw that out. Me and Danielle both. He agree. does look very cute. You're very handsome. Um, but he is going to be, because this will air, when will this air? This will air, I think, the 11th of March? Hold on. This is going to be 7th. Okay, so this is going to air on the 7th of March. Uh Uh-huh. And let me get back to my eyes. Well, actually, it'll be on Wednesday at 1. Right. Saturday, Saturday at 7, and then it'll drop on our SoundCloud on the 8th. So, actually, I was wrong. It'll be, um, the 4th, the 7th, and the 8th. Okay. So, let me find him again. Because I he sent me his next gigs, and I wanted to put that out there so people can go and see him. Um, on, so you said the 8th. 7th, 8th, and 11th. Oh, wait, no, wait. Hold on. I'm lying to you. 4th, 7th, 8th. Oh, 4th, 7th, and 8th. 4th, 7th, and 8th, yeah, because this Wednesday at 1 o'clock, it'll be on the WMLD, and then Saturday on the 7th, it'll be on at 6th. Oh, well, I thought <laughs> that it was going to be later than that. So he gave me... Um, that March 13th, he's going to be at Walt's Tavern in Elkton, Maryland. Okay. And on March 14th, he's going to be at James Street Tavern in Newport, Delaware. I like James Street. They have good food, too. So, they do have good food there. Yeah, maybe we'll have to go and see him. We'll have to go. We'll have to go and see him and, and, you know, shout him out. But, um... Yeah, that'd be fun. We should all go. So, you all... Yeah, you all should go and... You know, go see Nate. And here's the thing. I'm on... My name is Jamie Hallball. Oh, my I'm gosh. on the Northeast page. And we would love to hear from the people from Northeast. So just hang on. And at the end of this, we'll do a whole spiel. And you'll get our email address. And if I had said something to offend you, like poor Nate did. <laughs> or always does. Please, you know, write me and talk to me. And we'll talk about you on the air, too. Oh, my God. So, there you go, Nate. Thank you for being uh, such a big part of making me laugh all the time and kicking ass in that in that group. Because if you were to leave that group, I would leave that group because it would not be nearly as fun. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, my gosh. Look, Incubus is coming in August. I don't care about Incubus. I saw them in concert before. They were amazing. I don't like saying. metal like that. I don't like metal like that. I don't even like today's music. Like... It's not metal. Incubus is not metal, honey. It's alternative. It's it's still It's still good. Well. Like oh, Give me old school Whitney. Like I'm so fucking old. You know who wasn't old? Who wasn't old? These kids this this New Jersey teacher had sex with. What is it with teachers? Is and she she's hot? Not, she's not terrible looking. She don't have any makeup on there, but you know if she had you, makeup on, she probably looked good. You know what? 
It's so funny because this teachers, all the teachers that fuck these kids, all are fucking high. Like, I don't understand it. I know. It's not like they can't get grown up dicks. Right. It's, like, it's, why do you need to have little 13, 14-year-old dick? That's a self-esteem issue. I get you. Yeah, but I don't know. But it was on the New York Post, and this is actually from January 23rd. I had had it for a little while, and I just hadn't got a chance to talk about it. Because I'm like, I do not understand these teachers going around boning these kids. I just do not get it. <laughs> I mean, I don't, like, when my son's friends come over, I don't look at them as bangable. No. You know what I mean? He's 19. There was one time that I was parked outside of Katie's high school senior year waiting to pick her up. Uh-huh. And this gorgeous man ran was running with the track team. They were running the trail. Uh-huh. And to be fair, he did not look like 18. He looked like 24, 25. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, holy crap, Katie. I was like, your track team, <laughs> your track team coach is hot. And she was like, Mom, that's a student. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. eyes. I know. My eyes. You're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Wait, were you the one who said, oh, but he's only, like, you wanted to hook me up with somebody, but he's only 28? Is it you that said that he's only, like, 28 or something? No. You know what? It might have been Amish, because I had been talking back and forth with Amish, and Amish said something about, oh, Amish said, why can't you go get yourself a nice 26-year-old boy? Why? And I was like, why would I want to do that? And he was like, like, keep up, you know, with you, because now you can have, like, a fling, you're single, you can do whatever you want, you know, you're like a cougar. And I'm like, since when have I been a fucking cougar, first of all? Let's back that shit up, right? And all I could think about was Justin because I was like 32 and he was like 20-something or whatever. But that was the closest I've ever gotten in my life to being a cougar. And that was 10 years ago. Why? Why would you, he suggest that, first of all, 26. Because he was teasing me, 26-year-olds are probably really fun in bed. But that's the. No, I don't think they would be. I think they would oh, be a lot of work training they, them. They, uh, that's exactly it. They like, could keep up. They'd probably be able to go nine rounds with yeah, the Yeah, but the ass, thing but is, is the 26 year old really skilled? Or do they just think that they're good because other 26 year old girls who don't know what good sex are are like, oh my God, he's so good in bed? <laughs> <laughs> because I don't care who you are, you don't know what good sex is until you reach at least 30. Well, I think and you got to have, like, you know, a, some, like, a partner that you're with that you can, like, you know, really, like, explore things with and try. And you have to want to try. You have to want to learn. Like, if there's guys out there, they're like, I don't want to learn. I just want you to, you know, give me a head and fuck and that's it. That's all I want to do. You know what I mean? And they never even give a shit. And women these days are just like, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? They don't even know what it's like to orgasm. I didn't even have my first orgasm until I was, like, 30. You're right. And I did it to myself, and I was shocked. I'm like, oh, my God. And that was like a whole new world. Like, everything just, like, the skies I, opened up, lights looked different, food tasted different. Right. I, I was lucky. My poor ex-husband was like, oh, my God. I was, I, was very, <laughs> I was very lucky because when I was 24, I got with my, with my ex, and he was older. Yeah. And he was military, so he was very disciplined. Right. Um, but I was very lucky because... Good sex came to me early. Okay. But it was with an older man. Right. An older man who took the time to learn and... Yeah, to know what you wanted. To know what a woman needed and wanted. Right. And took the time to learn what exactly I wanted. And then took that shit and ran with it. And then gave me things I didn't even know I wanted. Oh, yeah. Because then at that point, you're just, you know, like really, you know, experimenting and having a good time. Right. So, I was lucky, but most... Most people who are like, oh, these men that are like, oh, I want a younger girl, or these women who are like, I want a younger boy. No, you don't. No, I because don't know. sometimes quality is better than quantity. Well, you know, and I told him I was like, I don't want a twenty-six-year-old. I was like, I'll date his dad though. I'm like, right. <laughs> I'm like, what's his like, dad looks like? Look I like, know, right? Oh my god, let me have that. How close is he is to retiring, and does he have his own business? <laughs> Oh, I thought that was like, he was like, Is oh, he in the top 500 of Forbes? Well, you know, because it is weird because when, when some men, when they get into like their 40s, they just, you know, they can't keep up. It's like a cruel joke. Like women get in their 40s and they could just like go rounds for days and days and days. Right. And like lose their entire mind. And by then, like the men are in their 40s and like they're losing their fucking testosterone. They're exhausted. And they're like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Like I'll give you one and done. I'm going to give you the best I got. And that's it. And then after that, you're like, well, that's it. What do you mean well, that's it? I feel like if you have a man like that, you have to have a man that's open to the fact where he's not going to be upset if he finds out you're masturbating. <laughs> he's like starting to doze off, and the next thing you know, he hears, mm, hits the bullet. Right, mm. and, and Paco, <laughs> Paco is good about that because he knows that, you know, I'm getting off like twice a day. Like, right. he, he knows that, you know, 
I have urges and he can't <laughs> He's a he is a very busy man and he can't be there every time I have an urge. <laughs> and he is completely open to that shit. He's like, do what you gotta do, baby. Just save some for me. I know, right? And you're like, don't worry, I got you, boo. Right. I got you. And then I got me like three more times after I got you. <laughs> I got me. Well, I'm just Can so we get a detachable shower head? <laughs> oh my god, that is so fucking funny. Look, we have one, and it's been sitting in our room for the past three years because because the displays at Home Depot get him. Oh, uh, really? Like he'll be walking through to Home Depot, and they'll have like one of the displays, and somebody talking about like the special hat shower uh-huh. heads, and this one got him, and he was like, "Oh yeah," and it still has not been put up in our shower. It's been three years; it's been sitting in that box, and I'm like, <laughs> "Can we get that done? Can we get the detachable shower head?" <laughs> Saving a lot of money on batteries. <laughs> My God. Well, this woman was not saving money on batteries. She's fucking whack job. But so this is on January 23rd and it was on the New York Post, believe it or not. So it's one of the daddy newses. Daddy yeah. news. So it was a New York, it was a New Jersey high school teacher busted for having sexual relations with six male students. And she pleaded guilty to three counts of criminal sexual contact. Like Ew. six of them. Ew. <clears throat> I'm like, it wasn't even one that was just like, you know, throwing her some shit. You know what I mean? It sticks up then. Ugh. So, Nicole Dufault, 40, who was indicted by a grand jury in February 2015, reached a plea deal with Essex County prosecutors just as her trial was beginning. The former Columbia High School language arts teacher, damn, and she was like, she knew how to use correct pronunciation, and she still went in there. That's craziness to me. I don't know. Um, she was Danielle arrested. was like, how are you good at grammar and still a whore? I know. Like... <laughs> There's how does that to be work? <laughs> because people who use good grammar can't be whores. I don't know. I don't. You know what? Because I, I guess when I think of like an English teacher, I don't think of somebody who's like getting down and dirty. You know what I mean? Like they're too busy worrying about proper stuff. I don't know. It's how naive I am and stupid I am, and the weirdness that Danielle's my brain like. Does. Why are you worried about students and not the proper use of a semicolon? <laughs> <laughs> She was like I was when I was fucking all six of them. Um, oh, oh, who looks God. like a fourteen-year-old boy and is like, I want some of that dick. That is gross. It is really gross. So it says Dufault had sex with the students on multiple occasions from 2013 At to 2014. At the same time, it just says with the students. Oh my God, she was having gangbangs. Hold on. Oh, kind of. Oh, it gets a little. It gets juicy. Oh, all give right. it to me. Give it to me. Not like she That's got what it. She was saying. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> we shouldn't make jokes about this because I swear to God, if this ever happened to my kid, I would fuck her up. I know. Like, I would get, fuck her entire life get to the juicy, up. please. Okay, it says, prosecutors have also said Dufault was caught on tape performing oral sex on one of her victims oh. while another teenage boy was nearby. Cuckold. <laughs> <laughs> you know these boys are like, oh my God, this is so hot. This is oh my God. Ever. Suck my dick <laughs> next. Suck my dick next. I promise to get an A on the next quiz. <laughs> I promise to know how to use a semicolon. <laughs> Mississippi is spelled M I S S I S S I P P I. We're so fucked up. We're going to get her first, like, real bad rating when people listen to her. They're like, this is not funny at all. It's not funny. Oh, yeah. No, and this is, is funny. This is getting posted on the Northeast page, and somebody <laughs> will listen and be like, these girls are trashy. They're just trash. They made fun of teachers sleeping with kids, and then that's when Nace Mike's oh. going to come in and burn her. <laughs> and Stewart, Mike Stewart, right? And Mike Stewart. Okay. As for the plea deal, she must register as a sex offender and give up her teaching license. You fucking think... Do you fucking think? Is that, are you sure she's got to give up her teaching license? What gave it away? The gangbangs or the oral? Maybe Which she one? should teach English as a second language in an old folks home. <laughs> <laughs> they are definitely not her type. I know what, no, but you know what? She can't get arrested for banging them. Oh, speaking of, um. I just thought that was really fucked up. Well, wait, can we just say we do not condone any of the sort? No. But we do know how teenage boys are. Teachers, don't fuck your kids. Yeah, teachers, please don't fuck the kids. That's, like, so fucked up, and we don't want to have to come burn your house down. But, you know, teenage boys are just like... Ew. Wow. Ew. This is my life. Ew. So I have a big ew story, too. Again, hailing from Maryland, Anne Arundel County, which is, like, a couple counties over from us. All right. Uh, Okay. So... Syringes in possession of alleged Maryland syringe stabber were filled with oh, semen. Yeah, so it that. shows a video, and I'll post this on the page 
Well, I'll try to remember to post it on the page because if I post it on the page now, this isn't going to drop until next week, so um, you won't see. You'll totally forget about it. But there's a, there's a video, and the guy... Oh, never mind. There's an ad. Of course what there's the a fucking fuck? ad. Like, there's always an ad. It's vanilla extract. Just for the record, she made some muffins. Oh, McCormick. <laughs> they, they liked her muffins. Okay. So, right. it shows this girl lady walking out of the store. Or she's walking into the store to return the cart. And right there is where he stops her. And then he puts it back in his head. In his hand, and he's like, what's going on? Are you okay? Okay? Like, Ew, like he's acting gross. So it says Anne Arundel County police say that they have learned the syringes found in the possession of a man who was accused of using a syringe to stab a woman, woman at Anne, Anne Arundel's County grocery store were filled with semen. Oh my God. An oh my earlier God. statement from the police indicated that the syringe the victim was stabbed with was known to contain semen. Oh, police later clarified that they still don't know what was in that syringe, but they just said it was semen. Only the semen was in, oh, because they don't know what was in that exact syringe, but all the rest that was were found were full of semen. <gasps> so pro, they're, like, assuming it was semen. Ew. Suspect Thomas Steeman. <laughs> His name is Steeman, and he's injecting people with... With semen? Yeah. Steeman the semen? Steeman the semen ejector. <laughs> he's 51. We're is, just disgusting people. Is being held without <laughs> bond after he was arrested on Wednesday. Police believe he is the same attacker who can be seen assaulting the vi victim in the surveillance video above. Steeman is also accused of trying to stab two other women at the store and missing them both. Detectives believe that they may, there may be more victims of a similar incident who haven't reported them and asked them to call the police at, you know, the police number. The victim who was stabbed is undergoing urine and blood tests and will be taking medi preventative medication for 30 days. Police oh say God. they found a large syringe filled with liquid in Steeman's car during the search, as well as more syringes in his home. What the fuck? Ew. But what, I mean, what in the hell was he thinking? You know what I mean? Like, I just, all right, I love serial killers and people that are just whack jobs because their brain fascinates me. Right. Not in a way that I want to see them hurt people and I don't want to, but it's like, I don't understand their brain and the way they think. And now this guy comes along, he's clearly jacking off into something and then sucking it up into a syringe and then he just decides, like, I'm going to walk into the grocery store and stab this woman? Yeah, and... And why his semen? Like, I don't know. Is it but, sexual power? Is it sort of like a, an offshoot of rape or something? Cause it's right, like, because he's like, they, they'll have my seed. They'll have my seed, exactly. But it's not where it's supposed to be, but somehow it's like, it makes sense to him that it's in their body. Right. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, he's, he's a fucking crazy man. Like, see, those, like, shit like that, when that goes down, you're just like, I need to know, like, what you were thinking and why you thought, like, that made sense. And not that it's going to make sense, because it's not. I mean, to us who are fairly normal, we'll say fair. We'll say fairly normal. We're fairly normal. I'm people. not normal. Like <laughs> we would never, we would never in a million years think to do that. Like I would never think, like, oh hey, can you jack off into this thing? I want to go shoot up people at the grocery store with my semen. Like I would never do that. But then when they talk about it, like, oh, I'm they sorry, really talk about that it. That was from wjla.com. That's just fucked up. Yup. That's just so fucking nuts, man. <laughs> so I got one about dating. Well, you know I love this shit about dating. You know what? They've gone easy on me lately. They have. because I met a boy and now I'm not noticing it as much maybe or what. But... Maybe, but I have one that, that may, you know, just... You may like the idea of it, actually. Okay. So it says, man's dating resume goes viral and references chime in to roast him. <laughs> oh so, wait his wait his references yeah he he gave references he, you mean like ex-girlfriend right so one man's resume is going viral after being shared on social media but not for the reasons why you would normally think twitter user christy tat or christy was asked out by a man named james but rather than give him a yes or no answer she joked with him <laughs> that if he really wanted to get her attention she would need a cover letter <laughs> to apply for the gig so this guy took it to a whole new level and actually um, made a resume. Okay. So it says he lists this objective as taking Christy on a date, duh. 
but it also clarifies that he just wants to have fun. Not looking to loop you into a relationship, he writes. I've known you for four years, and I've always had a thing for you since last semester in college. So, AKA, I just want to bang right. you. Right. If it wasn't already clear that James is probably looking to hook up, mm-hmm. he titled the next section of his resume, Mating Qualifications. Ew! Ew! This guy could fuck all the way off right, right. now. And his mating qualifications, or he's funny, because if you can make a girl laugh, you can make a girl do anything. A quote by Marilyn Monroe. Do, doesn't take myself too doesn't take self too seriously. Can come up with witty compacts very quickly, and you won't be able to run circles around me. Very difficult to stay mad at. I think it's my dorky smile, is what he says. Ew. So then he's like, good style. Clothes make the man. Naked people have very little influence on society. That's a quote by Mark Twain. Um, he was raised by his mother, who is who always has a one style. Does not own anything plaid. And never owned a pair of cargo shorts. I don't know. I kind of like that about him. (laughs) (laughs) You like the cargo shorts? Right. And so (laughs) he also lists that he's a mama's boy. He treats his mother. Oh, he who treats his mother is how, how he treats his mother is how he will treat his wife. That's a quote from Gandhi. He did a really good job with this resume. Wrote my mom a he really. He wanted to get up in her right. so bad. Wrote my mom a really cute card for Mother's Day and made her cry. Will not take you on cheap dates. She raised me to treat a woman like gold and does not cheat. Check references. So he put these references down. It was a C.C. Sullivan, an Alexis Worthy, and a Devin Mar- Mardid. Whatever. So anyway, um, they go on and on, and the fucking. The ex, the exes started to reply. Oh my God, this is fantastic, Rooney. I hope uh-huh. it is. Please don't give him, don't co-sign his bullshit. Right. So then, Cece said he cheated on me multiple times with Reference Girl two and three. What? Reference Girl number three, Devin Madrid, jumped in and de- denied Cece's claim. So Cece offered her correction. She said, "My bad. You're right. Correction. Just Reference Girl two and four. And a lot of other girls not mentioned. <gasps> uh-huh. And then reference girl two, Alexis Worthy, absolutely did not want to be put down as a reference, leading into a public disagreement between her and James over their dating history. Everyone is sending this to me. We dated in eighth grade. I'm not sure I count. And he was like, we dated a so- sophomore year and junior year in high, and junior year SMH, like shaking my head. Um, <laughs> She was like, I don't want to admit to that. Right. <laughs> And Alexis was like, y'all want some realty? We were just friends. And oh, my at this, God. At this point, he put he changed his name to Stop Bullying Me for my resume. He said, You're a, you are wild now. We were more than friends. And then she was like, he was like, hey, Cece, you want to give it another shot? Like, ew! Right, on this girl he just posted a resume for feed. He was like, Cece, want to give it another shot? So he's basically a dog. He really is. What a piece of crap. So it says, sorry, James. Surely there are four more qualified candidates out there. We wish you the best of luck in your search, and maybe you should work on that resume. Is that what she said or the writer said? That's what the writer said. Did she ever get back to him? She was not interested. (laughs) Well, not after that. Right. She, like, most people were like, oh, you should marry him, blah, 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 blah. And then other people were like, um, no. And here's why. Here's a red flag. Here's a red flag. Here's a red flag. Oh, my God. I, the whole thing was a red flag. The I mean, asterisk means he red. doesn't respect women. I don't care. I don't care. Don't give him my give him your time of day. He said mating qualifications. He's 100% a serial killer. <laughs> oh, my God. So I was begging up. Like, I think the premise of this of it is cute. Yeah. But why would you write references? Like, why? Like, I mean, I would give a good reference for a couple of my exes. For hmm. maybe, actually, only maybe one. But, um, like, why would you do that? And, and then that shit went viral, and she was like, why is everybody sending me this? We ain't dated in the eighth grade. Oh, my God. Yes. You know what else went viral? What? My son's game. Oh, yeah, what is what was that about? Oh, my God, it was, like, so funny. He's so fucking proud of himself. I'm not just... Which one, Jonathan or Christopher? Christopher. Okay. So, Christopher's constantly gaming. Like, if he's not in college or at work... Oh, I know. Home. We hear him. Yeah, and it's, like, ridiculous. Like, he doesn't leave, and I'm like, 
are you ever going to get a girlfriend? Am I ever going to have, like, grandchildren? Not that I'm in a hurry because he's only 19 years old. But I'm like, could you, like, start to meet some girls and, you know, like, find no. one eventually? No, Danielle. You let him play games as long as he wants. You would let him stay he in your house. He doesn't have a life. Because this? one day he's going to leave and never come back. Oh, he'll always come back. Are you fucking kidding me? I breastfed him. So... <laughs> So, um, anyway, no, I actually really did breastfeed him, but I always make the joke because my, my brother took a long time to move out and my mom breastfed him, but she didn't breastfeed me. And as soon as I graduated high school, I was like, deuces, bye. <laughs> like left, moved out with my ex-husband. So I always make the joke. I'm like, yeah, he didn't leave because you breastfed him. So like, it's like this running joke. But anyway, um, but most of his friends are all online. They're all doing the same thing. So they're all in their own respective places and then they chit chat and they play all night long on these video games. Well, most recent one is called Apex, and I guess it's kind of like a shoot 'em up type game. I don't know. First person shooter. Yeah, I guess. So I guess they have like a record button now on the Xbox One, so you uh-huh. don't need to have like screen capture and all this other different or whatever it might be. So he goes into this Apex game. And he's got what's called a wingman. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that is. I'm assuming it's a, it's a helper. Right. It's a guy that has your six. Well, but they're like computer generated. I think. Yeah. It's not even whatever, and they're called wingman. And he had two wingmans. And everybody, like, kind of got on to him, and I'll tell you about later where they're like, wait, man. But he had no health left, and he was going into some sort of dirty-ass match, and he, like, hit record just to see what happened, and he won. And how he did it must have been insane, and everybody was singing his praises because he uploaded the damn stream to Reddit for Apex, I guess. And it's, like, got so many fucking people in this whatever on Reddit. He uploaded it to Reddit, went to bed. The next morning, he woke up, and it's viral on Reddit. Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people are, like, you know, commenting on it. Like, that's sick. I can't believe you did this, man. Blah, blah, blah. Or whatever. But he uploaded it, and the title was, I did this with two wingmen and whatever. And people were like, well, isn't it wingmen? Shut the fuck up. I know. But they were like, but I guess the whatever he was using, they're called wingmen. So I guess he just said wingmans or whatever. And it was, like, totally not, like, I guess, whatever. So... A lot of people were saying that, and then there was a couple haters, of course, that were like, oh, we could have done this, this, and this. And it's so funny because so many of us would focus on the fact that we had a couple haters, right? Because it's so negative and it kind of hurts your feelings. And he had thousands of people that were like, yo, dude, that's sick. Hey, hit me up. We should play together. Blah, blah. Everybody wants to be like his friend. Oh, my God. You know what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. He just fucking did that. We've been doing this for what? This is like episode 37? <laughs> I know. <laughs> We've been doing this since for 37 weeks now. Mm-hmm. Christopher did one crazy thing on a fucking goddamn video game. And watch, he's going to like get subscribers and everything else. And then he's going to be like some fucking YouTube star. Right. And we're going to be like, hey, we've got four listens today. Like, I know. Like, yay, lucky. Bro, I told him, I'm like, you know, what? I'll take it. I'll take it if he's going to end up. I was like, you go ahead and you start playing with all these people and you start putting it on YouTube or wherever it's got to be. And you start getting it monetized. And you start, you know, making all kinds of millions of dollars. Like that little Ryan kid who unboxes shit. Right. Because he made $26 million last year. And then give Aunt Jamie and Mom a bunch of money to invest in our podcast. And I know. I was like, you need to handle that. And then I can go live my best life. Right. And then, of course, you know, I put it on Facebook. Because he's walking around here, like, excited as shit. Like, he just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's, like, walking around like he's, like, the motherfucking shit. Because he just, like, you know, whatever. And by the time he got home last night from work, it was up to, like, even thousands more. Wow. So, it's just, and so he's, like, walking around strutting it like he's, like, the motherfucking man. And I'm like, yeah. I will have to check it out on the Reddit. It was really neat. I was like, oh, my God, it's so <laughs> cool. And, um, well, Amish is one of them. Amish is, like, playing with him now. Oh. Oh, so speaking of haters, I got this. Uh-huh. Okay. So, Dad asked if he was wrong to kick daughter's friend out of a party a party after spying on their text messages. So it starts innocently enough with a birthday sleepover. My my daughter, he's a 34-year-old male who's had a, turned 14, had a sleepover for her birthday party last Saturday, and she invited five girls from school. <clears throat> there was this one girl that she invited who I could tell from her attitude was a spoiled brat. When she rang the doorbell, she, bell, she walked in, looking down at her phone, didn't greet me or my wife, and just handed me her jacket without even looking up. Oh, wow, okay. The whole night she was on her phone doing whatever the heck 14-year-olds do on their phone. I thought she was just embarrassed or shy, but maybe she didn't know anyone. But according to my daughter, she's super duper cool. Super dupes. Anyway, 
Towards the end of the night, my daughter was opening her gifts. SB, that's the bitch that they're going to... Oh, he's... SB stands for spoiled brat. Right. Made a comment about every single gift. Um, Not exactly snarky, but, like, she was just unimpressed. The okay. final gift was from me and my wife. We had bought her an iPhone 7 by pooling our, our remaining... Um, by pulling our remaining extra money just to buy it for her. The spoiled brat scoffed because she had the newest gen iPhone. I helped my daughter set up the phone with a SIM card and the rest of the night we, they just hung out in her room. My daughter came down a bit later and she was just sitting on the couch. I asked her what was wrong and she just went back up while saying, why couldn't you have just got me the newest iPhone? She said that was really out of character for her. She is always grateful for receiving anything. My daughter left the phone on the table. I grabbed my daughter's phone to see a bunch of texts going back and forth between her and Spoiled Brat. So, because they had exchanged number. And the combo went like this. D, that's daughter. Hey, right. it's me. Spoiled Brat, thanks for inviting me to your lame slumber party. And congrats on your iPhone 7. Ha ha. Oh. And the girl is like, what? And she said, aren't you mad that your parents and friends got you such lame gifts? Slumber parties are for little girls, but whatevs, it's cool. And she was like, you don't like the party? And she said, I just wish I could go home. LOL, the end. So the dad, who has apparently never met the teen girl before, stopped the party just to kick the spoiled brat out. Oh, snap. It was around 1 a.m. and the girls were still up talking. I knocked and asked if I could speak with spoiled brat. She looked confused. I told her she needs to grab her things. Something came up. I did this not to embarrass my daughter in front of her friends. He called the mom, even... Even though um, SB looked very, very teary-eyed, it took her. I took down her. I took her downstairs and asked her to call her mom and asked her why. And she asked why. I said because that's what you said, right? That you wish you could go home. So go. She was tearing up at a bit, and I made. I made the call. I talked with her mom for a bit. When she came, I showed her the text, and she apologized profusely and said it's just a teenager phase. I guess I'm sorry, but you don't think she could. But don't you think she could stay? If not, I understand. I thought about it for a bit, but it's staying. But her staying probably would have made it awkward for everyone. So I told her it was best for her to just leave. My wife said that I overreacted and I should have just talked to Spoiled Brat rather than immediately kicking her out. I firmly believe I taught her a good lesson and that she needed to learn it was my daughter's birthday. And I didn't want the rest of the night ruined because some Spoiled Brat was making it all about her. Right. I guess she didn't exactly <clears throat> do anything wrong. But at the same time, her ha attitude was unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Am I the asshole? I was like, oh. no, no, you're not an asshole. Fuck that bitch. Get out of my house. <laughs> oh my god. Get out of my house. Because as a mother of a girl who was a teenager, like, I know these girls. Like, yeah. Katie was like popular one minute, and the bottom of the totem pole the next. Right. Yeah. So I know girls like that, and they disgust me. So I was like, nope, you're good. Kick that bitch out. Well, I think, too, there's, like, no accountability. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's no accountability. Like, no, no well, she's just being a teenager. No. no, that's not true. If your kid's an asshole, let them know they're an asshole. Because if you don't, they're just going to grow up to be bigger assholes. Not and then on the Northeast page. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, my son, the high school that he goes to, um, like, it's actually, like, well, it's part of the public school system. And it's one of the better ones, like, in terms of being in high school. It's, you know, got all kinds of awards and all that kind of stuff. And I've known a lot of kids that had gone to the school. So when Jonathan's charter school ended up flaking out, because remember he was supposed to go to Design Lab. Well, Design Lab closed, and so he ended up having to go to regular public school. I was really happy that we moved here. Oh, my God, I'll be here a year next month or next yep. week. That's yep. so freaking weird. So, anyway, um... When he was here, or when he went to the school, I was, like, really excited that he was going to that school. Right. Like, I didn't want him to go into the other two, because they were bad. Like, especially the one you and I went to, right? It's pretty bad now. Ugh, I don't care. I would still rather, you know, I wanted, I wanted Katie to go there instead of the one she went to. Yeah. And she was, but it was too late to choice her. Well, it's so bad that they had to get a second resource officer now. Where? Over at his school. Oh, yeah, yeah. They get a second one over there because the fights and everything are so bad. And I feel so bad for the principal because the principal's like, I love the school, but, man, we're having some rough days. Like, you guys got to talk to your kids. Like, you know, especially because I guess a lot of beef happens on social media and they talk a lot of shit to each other. And then they take, and it, then they take it into school. 
But I'm like, oh my gosh, you know what I mean? It's like nonstop crap. And like, it just goes to show you, it doesn't matter where you live, right? Because we live in a pretty decent area. I mean, it's still blue collar, but it's a good area. You know what I mean? It's like, so it doesn't matter that you're not in the inner city. It doesn't matter that you're like in what you consider to be a good area. It certainly doesn't matter if we were living up in Hoquess and Pike Creek, you know, because it's all everywhere and like nobody's doing their shit. And that's nope. a prime example you are not taking care of what you should be taking care of, parents. If you got asshole kids out there, you need to take care of that shit. Because now we all got to fucking deal with it. Right. And there's so, there's so many, like, new age parents out there. Yeah. And I see, like, these posts. Like, you can't raise these kids like our parents raised us because we were raised in a totally different world. No. No. We came out pretty good. 90% of our generation is all right. Uh-huh. It's the one after us that is all fucked up. Well, actually, let me just say, I've met a lot, a lot of men growing up in our in our generation, and for some reason, some ain't right with them. I don't know what's happening with that. Yeah. But, like, people from my old hood, like, all of them have, like, issues. That's because nobody listened to Nancy Reagan when she was telling us since kindergarten, just say no to drugs. I mean, they're all still, like, really good guys, but I'll tell you what, when it comes to the relationships, they are, like, fuckered up. I don't know. Ugh. But then, I mean, yeah, but I do feel like that we came out okay. We all have our jobs. We, like, you know, do what we got to do and everything else. Like, I don't really understand why things are so freaking up. Like, we had fights in school, but I don't remember them being four and five in a day. Like, they're having over that high school right now, which yeah. is crazy. On our, in my, our freshman year, there was a, there was big riots. Riots? Like, yeah. more than one? Yeah, there was race riots, like, every day. Our what? freshman year. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Um, I can tell you what happened. So, we went to school. Our freshman year, yeah. we had a senior named Jamie Duncan. I remember him. He played, he ended up going to the NFL. NFL, yeah. Playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh-huh. We were, I was walking through the hallway, the H hallway. Yeah. By the gym, and a big, huge fight broke out, and I was just standing there. It was like the fourth day of school. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know anybody. I was just walking by myself. Right. And Jamie Duncan, like, picked me up by the scruff of my neck and put me into the cafeteria to get me out of it. Really? And he, he pushed me into the cafeteria, and he said, are you good? And I was like, I'm good. And he was, I was like, what the fuck just happened? He was like, just go out that door and go to class. And I was like, they're in front of my class. And he was like, <laughs> right. he was like, go out, take a left, go to the H office, tell them that, you know, you were trying to get into class, but the fight broke out, so they'll give you a lay pass. Right. So, yeah. Wow, really? I don't remember any of that. Yeah, I remember everything. I know you do. Thank God. You're like, you're no, like, you're like the time, like the time machine keeper. I am. I'm the keeper of the memories. You are the keeper of the memories because I don't remember anything. Like even Christopher's like, you don't remember this last year? And I'm like, no. Like last year. I have one year and I'm like, nope, don't remember. What? <laughs> you would think I'd like smoke all kinds of pot. I just don't, I don't have no retention. Maybe that means I'm going to be like demented at some point. I don't know. Oh, I, I hope not. I'll take care of you with my demented ass too. Like we'll be demented How are we together. Supposed to be, no, we're both just going to be walking around with shit in our pants. You know what I mean? Just smoking. Oh, <laughs> like, well, I applied for a funeral home position. What time is it? Because it's going to be a second. Oh, you got to talk about it. It's 52. So I had to write my own obituary because I applied for a job at a funeral home. Oh, my God. And <laughs> this was my obituary. And, of course, I sent it to my friend Allison because I, unlike that, you know, whore of an English teacher we talked about earlier. <laughs> you do not have good English. I do not have good grammar. Right. Um. So this was the original... The original um, obituary. Okay. Jamie Hollibaugh, age 97 of Bear, Delaware, passed peacefully and surrounded by family on February 18, 2019. Jamie enjoyed karaoke, a good joke, and doing charity work for her community. She was revived by her daughter, Caitlin, and her four grandchildren. She's preceded... <laughs> First of all, in this, I forgot about Kira completely. And I'm Your still not... And I'm Kira. still not married. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you just live with um, Allison now, don't you? No. I said, no. she is preceded by death by her parents, Rebecca Ellis, father David, blah, 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 and sister Carrie Tate. Visitation will be held at Spicer Mulligan from 8 to 12, February 24th, which is my grandmom's birthday. Uh -huh. I figured I'd throw that in there. And burial will be private. So she edited it, and we sent it off. And I was like, but like after you re-edited it? Did huh? you re-edit it after you sent it off? Yes. To make it a little better? So, so we were, I was talking to Allison about it, and I was like, but in reality, Jamie was found half decomposed and being eaten by her cats. Oh, Jamie, God. Jamie never married and spent her golden years living in a condo with her spinster friend, Wendy. <laughs> with Wendy. And she was like, you got to put of like 72 years or some shit. <laughs> what happened to Lester? And it says... 
They moved in together after they finally realized their partners would rather be with each other. <laughs> Does they know that you said that? Yeah. They know so, that you said that. So she was like, <laughs> she was like, he would have gone first, but he was still sitting on the pot. You know, saying, shit or get off the pot. Paco was oh, still sitting on the pot. Oh my God. And she was like, oh my God, first of all, you have to call her Whitney. We call our friend Wendy Whitney when she gets out of control. And she was like, you oh have God. to call her Whitney. And she's got to be survived by her. I said, Whitney is survived by her 40 children and her favorite cat, Kevin. She was like, <laughs> she was like, the cats need human names like Linda and Patrick. I was like, Whitney was survived by her 40 children and her favorite cat, fat Kevin. And she was like, yes, they need honorable mentions. Oh, my God. Is it the cat she has right now? No, Wendy doesn't have any pets. Okay, so this is just you. This like, is just us in the future yeah. when we're lonely and we need somebody to love us. Where the hell did I go? Because you know I'm going to end up a fucking loon. So, I told Wendy about this last night. Oh, this is weird. And Wendy was fucking dying. She was like, that is fantastic. And by the way, she was like, um, my kids are going to take great care of us because they're brilliant and they're going to make a lot of money. <laughs> like I'm like you might be right. Like oh her kid, her her boy, her youngest boy can do is like super super smart. He just sits and does Rubik's cubes. Like he has like different shape Rubik's cubes. Oh really? And he does them in like 5.4 seconds. So bloop, 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 bloop. Oh my god. And her daughter Abby is the most amazing little artist that I've seen in a very long time and she's just doing her thing too. So I think Wendy's going to be very well taken care of. Wow. And she's got four kids, so one of them's going to have to step up. Well, I mean, if getting that job at the funeral home doesn't work out, you can try to get a job at the first funerary human composting site. Oh, they just throw you in a pile with some eggshells? No, it's really neat. Like, look at the pictures. It kind of looks like a, um... Oh, they put you you in the pods. It's in a pod, but the way it's done is, like, weird. Like, it looks like the, um, what do they call those things when you're in the, the walls, a uh, mausoleum? Yeah. Or something like that. It looks like a mausoleum, but it's just, like, pods where they put your body, and it's going to open in 2021. Yeah. So. Yeah, I read about that a couple years ago, and then they use it. Lori, our friend Lori wants uh-huh. to be, they do this thing where she, she dies, and they wrap you in, like, this fucking, like, thing. And they put a tree with you, and then you plant uh, yeah, a tree, grow. and then you grow this tree. Tree, you... right? I've seen that one. It's like a big pod, and you like they put you like in the fetal position inside yeah. of it. I've Lori wants to do crazy. that. She's like, make me a fucking tree, and I'm like, I love you, Lori. Well, this is the um, just to do real quick, because I know we got to wrap it up. But it was like so neat, I didn't want to forget about it because I'm like, this is kind of actually interesting. This is the world's world's first funerary human composting facility is slated to open in the spring of 2021 after Washington state lawmakers legalized. The posthumous process earlier this year, Seattle-based company, of course it's got to be fucking Seattle. Um, Seattle, there's nothing in Seattle but rain and serial killer people. Yeah, but now we're just like, you know, Oregon and like, you know, the Pacific Northwest is becoming like the Florida of the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that area out there. Um, so it says the recompose will be the first to offer natural organic reduction, a process that owner Katrina Spade says gently converts human remains, bones, teeth, and all into organic soil. That's so gross. The transformation of human to soil happens inside our reusable hexagonal recomposition vessels. When the process is finished, families will be able to take home some of the soil created while gardens on site will remind us that all of life is interconnected. Oh it's kind of like a, they call it the new age funeral home. So it's kind of neat. Hey, babe, I'm going to go turn off the garden. Bring me some of that grandma soil. And it's only $5,500 a person. So it's a little more than um, cremation, but it's less that than a basic was, funeral. That shit was funny, and she just glossed right over it. What, wait, what'd you say? I said, hey, honey, I'm going to turn over the garden. Bring me some of that grandma's oil. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it is kind of neat if you think about it. I need to fix the weed plants. Bring Bubba. Oh, man, why does it got to do that shit? But it's kind of neat. It says they allow, you know, they basically just do that, and it's really pretty. And look at that. They got like trees in oh, there. Oh, that's nice. It's like very, co- yeah, so I don't know. So if you would like to be turned into <laughs> grandma soil for Jamie to put in her backyard, right into it. Send straight from the dead at gmail.com. You can't take my part. <laughs> the other part confuses me. No, go ahead. Um, go. No, if you guys have anything you want to say to us, um, all of you listen on the Northeast page, again, write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. You could also find us on Facebook. Um, you can search Straight From The Net or you can find my name somewhere in the comments. It's big on the abortion one. And, <laughs> oh, God. And go ahead and click there and you can find me there. Um, 
so if you have any stories, straightfromthenet at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Straight From The Net. And then Danielle will tell you all about WMLD. And you can find us every Wednesday at 1 o'clock on the WMLD. That's right, daytime New York radio people. Yep. Also, you can do the replay on Saturdays at 6 o'clock on the WMLD. And every single Sunday we drop a new episode on our SoundCloud. And the Stitcher. WMLD. Oh, and Stitcher. Oh, and guess what, you guys? We're going to have a whole lot more for you coming up soon in terms of where you can listen to us, including iTunes. It's finally fucking happening. Spotify, Google Play, tuned in. Yes. Thank you, Matt Kennedy, you fucking production rock star. Yes, we fucking love you, Matt Kennedy, because I could not figure that iTunes thing out. It was stressing me out. So there's going to be a lot more for you guys to come, and we're going to, you know, tell you all about that as soon as everything's up. And uh, But that's it. But take us home, Jamie. Okay, bye. Bye.